Welcome to my new series on the Harvard Classics. My name is Rob, and I'm looking forward to embarking on this journey with you through the Harvard Classics series. It's a 50-volume set we'll get into in a little bit. Before we begin, I just want to give you an idea of what to expect, my goals for this series, and explain why this set of books is important to me. First, let's go into why the Harvard Classics. And you may be able to relate. I went to a public school here in, in Louisiana, and Louisiana is not known for our stellar education system. In fact, I think we rank like almost last on education and health and pretty much you know, across the board. So the quality of my education was very lacking. And not just because of the public school system, but the atmosphere I feel learning was around here. From watching movies in class like Finding Nemo, to doing practice exams for these cat test agendas. It really kind of bothers me to look back and realize that I, I lost out on a lot of my golden years of education because I was kind of focused in the wrong direction. I was not inspired or driven to read anything really beyond what was kind of instructional or entertaining. And I honestly look back on these years and just really long to go back and to correct it. And I realize that it's my responsibility at this point to educate myself and I really don't feel you should be relying on like a government institution to fully educate you. There, there should be supplemental education that you're seeking out on your own, which is why I started to look for a curriculum that I could better educate myself on my own time. And this led me to discover the Harvard Classics. Now, I've been a student of history for years now. And while diving down the biographies of like Thomas Jefferson, Franklin, uh, John Adams, Alexander Hamilton, I realized a common theme starting to shape and it was they were all educated in the classics and not even so much like hamilton came from very humble beginnings but he still he read through them on his own like a self-education type progress uh, until he did get to eventually go to college and stuff but it was that simple theme that they all understood like the basic foundation of that classical education. Most could speak multiple languages, from Latin to French. Uh, some could even translate into Greek during that period. They all studied Plutarch. They were well-versed in Cicero's orations. They quoted Locke, Voltaire, and they would go on to form a declaration and eventually a constitution based on the same knowledge that is deep ingrained in that classical education system. So I sat back and I was thinking to myself, why have I not been introduced to these books? And it hit me, it's hard to respect something that you've never been taught. Why were the most influential and respectable people of that age all reading these classical works while I was over here watching Barney and coloring Mickey Mouse pages? This led me to honestly just really want to change. So with that being said, what are the Harvard Classics? The Harvard Classics is a 50-volume series of classic works of world literature, important speeches, and historical documents compiled and edited by Harvard University President Charles W. Eliot in 1909 and 1910. So this series predates a lot of the progressive movement stuff. It predates World War I, World War II. So this is a completely different time frame when these books were being compiled. A great quote from Eliot explains his reasoning for compiling this series. Within the limits of 50 volumes containing about 23,000 pages, my task was to provide the means of obtaining such knowledge of ancient and modern literature as seemed essential to the 20th century idea of a cultivated man. The best acquisition of a cultivated man is a liberal frame of mind or way of thinking, but there must be added to that possession acquaintance with the prodigious store of recorded discoveries, experiences, and reflections with humanity, and its intermittent and irregular progress from barbarism to civilization has acquired and laid up. 
Elliot. That to me, you have to read it a couple of times, I feel, to kind of get the, the grasp of what he's saying, but it's everything from when we were literally barbarians living out in, in tribes to now. That moves me into my next point. What do I hope we get from the Harvard Classics? I'm hoping we can get a better understanding of the ideas and the thoughts of the, of the people who came before us so we can use those thoughts and ideas to help better understand who we are. I personally want to broaden my reading and comprehension skills and I want to dive deeper into my own mind and use this knowledge to help sort out things that I'm still kind of unclear of as far as spiritually and you know mentally. I have spent so much time on devices in the past decade and I think this probably goes for most people that my attention span and ability to focus has really been affected and I've noticed that it's not even just the younger generation anymore. If I go to a restaurant it's the older people nowadays too. Everybody's on that phone. They're they're so locked into that screen. It doesn't matter about age anymore. It's it's everybody. It seems like I feel my attention span's been really shortened by it. And I want to use this series as a way to dive back into one topic for a prolonged period of time and just really focus on it. Get that deep focus back. Get off the device a little bit more. I don't want to read these on a device. I don't want to read them on Audible. I want to read them physically highlight, mark up, do whatever you need to do. So in short, I want to kind of use these books as a way to rewire my, my mind. I hope these books allow us to understand our culture from a, a, a better perspective. And that's my main focus for diving down these Harvard Classic sets. Uh, so what can you expect from this series? My plan is to upload a video on each book in the Harvard Classic series. So volume one has Three, three main books. It's Franklin's Autobiography, uh, Woolman, uh, his journal, and then Penn's uh, kind of like proverb type, type writing. So we're going to dive into those and then we'll move on to the next one. I'll go through the entire series like that. If the reading material is very short, I'll probably combine it into one video just depending on how long it makes the content. My goal is really not to make these videos a complete comprehensive guide of you know each book. Uh, I think you should read the book if you want that. But I want to dive into the main topics of the book, of, of, of the individual books. I want to dive into how they're applicable today, um, the lessons I've kind of taken away from it, and go into passages that really kind of stuck out and things that really I think are valid, you know, today even. I'm not a scholar or a philosopher or anything like that, and I do not claim to be. I want this series to be a place where we can share ideas, go down in the comments, discuss things, really dive into what the meaning of different things are. So I, I, I want it to be very interactive. I'm going to be down there in the comments too. I would love to hear from you. Please feel free to challenge, push back, add dialogue, whatever you think. With that being said, thank you so much for watching this video. Also, please subscribe if you like this type of content. And these videos are going to be sponsored by my coffee company. I roast coffee and stuff. So uh, if you want to help support the channel, I don't really want to do any like patreon or anything like that so we'll be discussing franklin's autobiography next week so i'll see you then stay blessed all the mountains i've yet to climb all the dreams i locked up i'll go and find it's good 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 good